Good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Long and Short of It with Genesis CEO Jim Long. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim. How are you today? Good. You in Manitoba this week? Yes, I am. So China. Oh, no, it's really cold. It's warm. It's winter. Manitoba is the coldest place in the world in the winter. So anyway, where anybody lives anyway. Cold place. You're used to it though by now. So China hog prices explode. Can you touch on that a bit? Sure. Um, October, I think it was October 5th to 7th, the the hog price in China was 11.5 RMB. Last week it got to 17 and a half on a 250, I think it's $100 more US per head. And, you know, give or take four to five weeks, huge explosion. Also, as I pointed out in the commentary, it's not an aberration in China. When the market rolled up uh, 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 two years ago, it went up about $175 a head in less than six months. And this year, from January down, it dropped about $175 the other way. So the thing is, it's a hugely volatile market. The losses that China has had, $150 to $200 a head, just think about that if you own it. If you're losing that money, you think there going to be less tickets. And the one thing for sure in this industry, when people lose money, there ends up to be less picks. And the more people lose, the more less picks there is. It isn't complicated. And that's what's happening. And China's going to, the liquidation is still continuing. There's going to be less picks. And at some point, it's going to explode. It's exploding now, but we could add another $100 ahead on these yet without any problem. That's going to pull forth to China from other places in the world because they're going to be short. Can you talk about Europe and Thailand? Europe, there's liquidation ongoing uh, for sure. Our sources say Germany's probably down 15% of sour herd now, at about 250,000 sows. Netherlands, Belgium, Denmark, Poland, uh, all the northern part, northern tier of the US, and not US, the EU is liquidating in England. I wouldn't be surprised they got a half a million, a million cows out of production, which will just mean less pork. And this is what I see. There's three major production bases in the world, EU, North America, and China. All three are going to have lower production. I don't believe any time in history, all three were lower at the same time. With the combination of the, the cattle market where the the heifer slaughter, cow slaughter has been at extremely high levels. At some point, we could have a huge red meat shortage and an explosion of prices. Uh, I have no problem believing that we're going to spike higher plus get to a dollar twenty U.S. hogs next summer. I don't see any reason not to. We already got pork right today at the kill numbers we have, like two point seven, two point six five, whatever we're at. And we got cutouts close to dollar a pound. What's going to happen when we cut these pills by 300,000? They're going to explode. So that in the combination of EU being down, China being down, we're going to, the, the, the funds are on the wrong side of this market. They think they're bullish grain and soybeans. They're missing the mark. They should be bullish red meat. They're missing it. That's my opinion. What about U.S. pork exports to China? They picked up a bit, which is a beginning of the sign. They need some. But the other thing. 
every plant can go to China. It's very interesting. There's, there's some political aspects to this. China had committed to buy products from the United States as part of the, the overall trade agreement. Biggest part of why it scaled, that's the benefit of the U.S. market. And what about U.S. call sows? Last week, the price mid-60s to low, mid to high 60s for call sows. We went back and looked at the last 20 years of call sow prices in November. Just the highest sow price in, that we could find in that 20-year time frame. Most of the time, they're in the 30s. Why? Lack of number of sows. I sow death loss, get sows, don't go to slaughter. We can keep on increasing in mortality as we keep using these genetics that don't hold up. The other thing is, is the, the herd is smaller, so you obviously, the total herd is smaller than, let's say, a year ago, a year and a bit ago. So you have less sows to slaughter, just on a percentage basis. So it's, it shows what cut supply does to price. It also reflects the demand for sow type products, sausage, whatever. When I go back to my observation of where the red meat can go, where pork can go in the future, that sow price is a reflection of what a little bit short supply does to price in a market that's got high demand. U.S. consumers have more disposable income right today, more savings than they ever had in history. They got money to buy meat, and people like meat, they buy meat. America is a carnivore nation. So let's talk or finish up on the CFAP top-up payment. I've talked to some producers. They still said the payment hasn't come through. And since since you haven't talked about it, they think it's going to get forgotten again. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's get your opinion. What, what do we need to do or what do well, you know guess, about this? I guess, well, I don't know what we need to do. I took Dosak on face value that he was going to make the payment. He had authorized the payment, and the payment was going to come. Now I'm kind of here, and they're like, I don't know. He said that they were going to pay it. The CFAP one pay it, pop up. I don't know. Maybe he, he's not going to live up. I left him alone. As everybody knows, I think the NTPC has totally failed the industry. They claim they represent 60,000 producers. I think that should be put, you know, I don't know if the 60,000 producers think the NTPC is fighting for. I understand they got their CO is retiring and they're going to replace them, but I haven't seen any announcement of a new NTPC leader, leadership. It's an opportunity for them to revitalize themselves and actually represent 60,000 producers that they claim to, because they didn't fight for the producers on this point. The cattle people got CSAP one payment pop-up, dairy, soybean, corn, everybody got it but swine. It was over There's pain. MPPC has failed us. They're not fighting for it. I feel really sad for everybody in the industry that we don't have strong representation. I don't know what they think. I don't know why they don't fight for the producer. I have no idea. Maybe new leadership comes up and it'll change. I hope so. Because I, like many of you listening here, got a lot of money. A lot of our life is committed to this industry. We live it every day. And we need an advocacy group that is representing us and fighting for us. And I don't see it today. But maybe the tired old guys that are there are leaving. And we'll get some new fresh blood in. And we'll get some fight.
just got to keep talking about it, bringing things to light and, and get, get some movement on this, Jim. I hope so. There's an industry. It is, you know, it was okay this summer, but we had a big hole that fell for last year. I don't know. We saw breeding spike. I don't see customers acting like they're just full of cash. Okay. We need another run up on this market to make this industry strong again. I hope we get it. I believe we're going to get it. I'm convinced we're going to get it. We're going to see a surge. But we might hit levels, in my opinion, be the highest prices in history because of the combination of China, Europe, and U.S. down all at the same time. The only way to rationalize less supply is higher price. We'll see, but that's what I believe. Appreciate you joining us today. Have a great week in Manitoba, Jim. Visit swineweb.com and genesis.com for more information.